Welcome to Campaign 2023 in Mansfield. I am Steve Casillo with the About Mansfield podcast. To my left, we have started a partnership. And I know that if you're out there listening to this, you can't see her. But yes, she is sitting to my left. And we are proud to be partnering this time of this campaign season with the Mansfield Record and the managing editor to my left, Amanda Rogers. Welcome. Thank you, Steve. And it's good to have you here. And I just want to remind our listeners before we get into the uh, the questions, uh, the school board questions, is that uh, you can always subscribe to the podcast if you go to our website, aboutmansfield.com, and enter your email address there on the homepage. We do not send you any spam ever. And uh, to But to, to also subscribe to the Mansfield Record, and uh, Amanda... How do, how do people subscribe to the Mansfield Record? You go to mansfieldrecord.com, you click on subscribe, and it's free to subscribe. There you and go. And we will not spam you either. In the studio today is uh, running for school board, uh, Mansfield ISD school board place six, is Quentin Huckabee. Amanda and I are going to be ping-ponging back and forth with questions, and uh, I yield to Amanda. Let's go ahead and start with the uh, the first question. I would love for you to introduce yourself, Mr. Huckabee. Hi, everybody. I'm Quentin Huckabee. I'm running for Mansfield School Board. I was born and raised in Fort Worth, Texas. My wife's name is Sandy Puga, and my son is Liam Huckabee. And we have a fourth person in the house, um, Coffee. She is my standard poodle. Um, We both are bilingual uh, parents, and we're just looking to focus on education for our, our child. Really, what languages do you speak? English and Spanish. Si habla español. Si, uh, poquito. Poquito. Si. si está bien. Okay. If elected, what do you see as your role on the school board? My role on the school board will be transparency. I want to bring transparency throughout the curriculum. I want to focus on emotional education for our students and looking at um, mainly mm, it would be entrepreneurship. That's what I really want to focus on, entrepreneurship after school, getting the students to learn about it now instead of after they graduate. What are your biggest concerns with the Mansfield ISD? Biggest concerns would be politicalization. Um, I would say that would be one of my biggest concerns is trying to take away all the politicists uh, of what's going on in the ISD behind closed doors, make it transparency. Um, the financial part of the school, I want to see how we spend our money, where we spend it on, and let's focus on the forgotten kids, which I think the forgotten kids are the kids that when we go to the school board meetings or wherever meeting we go to, everybody says, yes, we have 78% or 85% that are doing great. What about the other students that are left sure. behind? So I want to focus on SPED and all the kids that are left behind. Going back to the, what kind of politics are going on behind the doors? Um, well, I'm, that's what I'm trying to figure out because at one point um, I was at the school board slash um, uh, city council um, meeting mm-hmm. and I was told to give a speech, which the words were not my own words. So I kind of froze up a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I want to just say, you know, uh, I want to use my words and focus on the children. That's all I want to do. So if there's any type of um, 
say, hey, let's go with the get along boys. I don't want to do that. I want to just say, hey, you know what? I'm here for education. No matter what party you're from, let's just focus on education. Okay, let's go back to that. You were told to give a speech. Who told you to give a speech? Well, I don't want to give out her name so much. Okay. <laughs> but um, they, it was a, a group. So it within that group and... Uh, Is there a name to that group? Um, let's just say one of them sits on the... the, the um, the board right now for school board. Hmm. So um, we'll, we'll just leave it at that. I, I know everybody's going to be wondering and they're going to try to ask me those questions, but um, it will come out. What's in the dark will come out to the light. So what I want to focus on mainly is I, I've already kind of ran into some of the issues and what I want to focus on mainly is saying, hey, I'm not going to run with everybody in the crowd. I want to run for education. That's what I'm here for. My heart's into it. I have a son that's two years old. He's going to grow into this school district. So let's get everything started where he can grow into the school district. How long have you lived in Mansfield, Lacey? Ooh, I lived in Mansfield. So I'm on the borderline of Arlington, Mansfield. So mm -hmm. I get to pay the both of best worlds of taxes. <laughs> so um, I've lived here for about seven years. Um, but... I say Fort Worth is Mansfield at the very end of the day because I travel back and forth. I'm a real estate agent, so I'm into the community and I sell all over DFW. What experience do you have analyzing or creating policies, whether it's educational or otherwise? No, um, policies, I don't have it in the educational part of it. Mm -hmm. But as I was growing up and I had to grow up very fast for when I was 20 years old, I bought my first house. And about 21, I moved into the corporate office of PLM Transportation. So as creating policies, I was there in a multi, uh, 500, Fortune 500 company helping create policies with our technicians. I helped run over 8,000 trailers hmm. with that. Um, I jumped to Stevens Transport and I ran all the trucks and trailers from there, including the workers. So I was young enough to be in the corporate office, but not young enough to get 401k. So, <laughs> so that was great. So I got to jump in. I got to help create policies. And then me and my wife, we both work at a dental. We used to work at a dental company. And so I was field manager slash HR slash handyman. So I got my hands involved in everything. So I got to help create policies and write procedures. What do you see as the critical needs right now? You said you want to be involved in the educational and in, in education. And that's what do you think is the critical need right now in Mansfield ISC? I believe there's not enough seats for our students. I think that's the main critical need is not enough seats in financing. Financing goes with enough seats because at the end of the day, if we don't have financing, we can't grow our schools. If we don't have enough financing, we can't make a bigger campus or we can't bus kids where they need to go. Mm -hmm. If you uh, you're in, you mentioned you're in Arlington, right on the tip there. Are are you in Summit or Legacy? I'm in Summit. You're in Summit School District. Yes. Um, there's been talk around town that that or should or should there not be uh, districts instead of having seven at large? Yes. Uh, trustees, are you are you in favor or would you consider looking into perhaps five districts because we have five high schools, uh, one school board member representing each district. Would you be in favor of that? Or is that something that's like, yeah? You know, that was something I would be in favor of because if you think about it at the end of the day, we're growing. We're growing at a pace, a rapid pace, and I'm on the growth and growth committee for looking at that as well. And we were looking at 
how many students are going where, where are students going. And if we have somebody over here in the north and they have a curriculum that they need over here down south, we have to bust them all the way down there. Why can't we have something for and this is going back to the middle class again. Can we have those curriculums in the south equal in the north so we can just kind of put everybody where they need to do and not just focus and push everybody to one school. Now we're overcrowded. So I think that's what's happening right now. We're being overcrowded. Let's kind of separate a little bit and work from there. How do you feel about the leadership right now in Mansfield ISD under Dr. Kimberly Cantu? Um, I've briefly been in some um, meetings with them, just kind of seeing how she works and everything. Um, I believe currently everybody is doing well. Everybody's doing well. I can't say everybody is doing excellent because even myself, I can't always judge myself as saying I'm excellent. I'm doing well. I'm always learning. Just like Dr. Cantu, I feel that everybody's always learning. I can't say everybody's on top of everything because every job of my past experience on every company I've ever worked for, the, the teachers do not like the administration because the teachers are like, hey, what can they help us with? How are they focusing on us? Yeah. You said uh, you're, they're doing well, they're not doing excellent, which kind of leads into that next uh, topic. The, the, awesome. the Texas Education Agency evaluates the academic uh, performance of public schools, assigns a letter grade to each of the districts, A through F. Last August, MISD received a B rating for its previous school year. What can you do, what do you think you can do as a school board trustee to uh, keep the school district from dropping to a C or turning that around? What can you do to help regain its A grading? I'm glad you asked me that because that goes back to my main focus on uh, that main rating is for our kids that were doing well. The kids that were just making it under uh, their achievements, I think that's what pulled us down, which How can we get them up to where they need to be? We can focus on more school funding for them, more programs, get more uh, private teachers to go and teach. That would be back again to financing. Mm -hmm. So I think to make us be where we need to be is just focusing on competitions with other districts, other areas, and see how much money can we bring in so we can focus back on our students. Because I believe right now, that we're getting the money in, but are we allocating it where it needs to be? So if we want that A rating, let's allocate it where it needs to be so we can get that A rating. Let's not, we're yes, don't, do not, not focus on the students that are doing well, keep focusing on them, but let's focus on the forgotten students. Let's focus on the middle class, the kids that are just barely struggling with that C or that F, get them above and guess what? Now we're all to the finish line. Where do you think some of the, because you were saying that we need to focus on where the money is being allocated. Where are some ways that you could see, you think we have enough, so I'm hoping that you're not saying raise taxes. But but you say we have enough money. Where would you say some of the cuts could be made? Uh, Cuts can be made to, and that is, that's one of those that I need to keep drilling down on. Because, um, for instance, I know if we um, focus on transportation, we can cut some parts of transportation instead of a kid being picked up on the north side and all the way going to the south. We can uh, cut that or have a private company come in and see what the cost would outweigh as far as savings. Mm-hmm. So we can focus and say, hey, that money that was saved here, 
from our personal bus drivers. Yes, we have accountability for our personal bus drivers, our maintenance, and there's other things involved in there. Well, what can we do to supplement that out to somebody else, another company, a private company, and saying, hey, you know what? This is going to be our standard. This is what the dollar amount is. We cannot go above that dollar amount. So I think that's a good way to kind of focus that and shift that money. Like transportation. Okay. So in terms of moving people around uh, the district, that actually... (laughs) You're actually leading me into all these all these <laughs> questions. Um, school vouchers or school or school choice. Uh, any any thoughts on that? And and where do you stand? School vouchers and school choice. Uh, I think school vouchers would be great. Yeah. To be honest with you, because at the end of the day, here we go again, middle class. Um, if somebody can't afford it, school vouchers would definitely help uh, bridge that educational gap and. That brings up a big topic for me and and my uh, family going back in history. Um, you have a lot of people that are like, hey, we're all equal. We're equal in education, but our parents may not have been equal in that education. So it's going to take three to four generations to catch up, meaning you got somebody who went home and their parents told them about financing. Yeah. Now you go to school, everybody's equal because they're teaching you what the curriculum is but are they teaching you all the curriculum? So I think bridging that gap there would be great. Okay. You spoke recently in front of, like you said, in front of the um, the school board and the city council. It was mm-hmm. like a combined meeting of them. And you had concerns about a book. What was the book that you were concerned about? And what were your and, concerns? And that's, that's the thing that I was bringing up there. It's um, my concerns is that there, there are some books that should not be in the library. But yeah. even though we get that contradictory with people are saying, hey, but they got Internet and they got phones. Well, that's personal. They have their personal phones. They can do that with personal. But education in the school system should just focus on education with the books that we need to stay involved in as far as reading, math, social studies. Uh, I mean, your normal curriculums. But also that meeting that I was referring to is that same meeting that I had. I was reading from somebody else's words instead of my own. So that's... But but you read those words. Are those your words? So, no. so the, are, are you in favor of banning books? I'm in favor of banning books. I, I say yes. I am definitely in favor of banning books. Now, all the words that were on that sheet were not my words in particular. Now, my words would be, there is books that need to be banned. Mm-hmm. I, I am fully uh, on board... Uh, as banning some books that need to be banned. That book in particular that um, I was reading about, that one definitely needs to be banned. Okay, and that book, the name of the book is? That one was, I believe, Blue, Black and Blue or something like that. I got, (laughs) that was just like a couple of weeks ago, but there's so much going on, but I will definitely get back to you on the name of that book so you can. What were your concerns? That book. So I think Bology should stay in Bology. Um, Going into a corner in reading how to enter another person, I don't think that's appropriate, especially for kids to be reading. Uh, you can definitely focus on that at home. Your parents can tell you all about that at home, or you can learn an biology class from an educational standpoint. Yeah. I'm hearing around the community though that by removing that book, it would be an attack on the LGBTQ community. Do you agree with that? I do not. I do no. not. I don't agree with that. Um, I have two of my friends down the street that live down the street from me, um, Droma and Paul. 
great, great guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I read that book to them and they were a little bit baffled about it as well. Okay. So from them being in the LGBT community and I get the same response from them, it, it makes me feel a little bit better about my decision in my head and my focus on, hey, some books should be banned. Okay. And then do you know which library or libraries this this book is uh, is stocked in? I don't remember which libraries it's stocked in because like I was said from the beginning is a person was told me to read this speech. So I don't remember what library it's in. I just know that they gave me a copy of the book, a printed out copy, and I read it and it just didn't seem right for me. Did somebody approach you about running for Mansfield ISD school board? So um, I was on the tip of running for Mansfield uh, school board and running for city council of Arlington. Did somebody approach you and and sway you one way or the other? No, they didn't sway me one way or the other. Um, I had a decision and I was talking to Paige Payne a lot. She is definitely a godsend. She she is great with words. She's great with motivation. Um, I was talking to her about, hey, should I run for city council or should I run for school board? But then when I went home and my son loves to read books, Mm-hmm. He loves to read books. When he goes, he's two years old, but he figured out he's got an opinion. So <laughs> we're working on that right now. But if he goes to bed, he does not want to go to bed without a book. So we try to educate him a lot. So when sitting down thinking one night, I'm like, you know what? I want to get see if he can get the education that I didn't get. I feel that when I went to school, some of the teachers fell through the crack about giving me the education. Why? Because uh, mostly some of them were underpaid. And if they're underpaid and underworked, they just come to work just to collect a check and just send you home. So I feel that, hey, let me see if we can focus on the school system. And that's where I'm like, hey, you know what? If I can get this ahead of time before he gets to school, I think it would be great. Not for just for my comfort, but for him to go out into the world. Running a political campaign can be expensive. Do you plan on accepting any money from political action committees? No. No. Yep. That's firm. No. Sorry, I'm writing down no. <laughs> it took that long, y'all. Don't worry. <laughs> yes, it did. Have you have have you um, had any experience with the Patriot Pack? Do you know who they are? I know who they are. Have I had experience with them? No. Okay. Do I want to have experience with them? No. Okay. I'm kind of like your solo slash. I just want to run, and I want my opinion instead of everybody else's opinion. As far as which political, do not push me political, which way to go. Let's push me on education and how I feel in my heart on which way to go. In the minute or so that we have left, uh, why don't you, the the mic is open, feel free to address the listening audience on uh, any concluding statement that uh, uh, Quentin Huckabee may have. I have a lot of statements in my head, but one in particular is trying to reach more out to Uh, my minority community as far as the black community and letting them know that, hey, I am focused on education, not just um, one side, uh, Democrat or Republican. I'm focused on education. So uh, feel free. Anybody can DM me. Let's talk. Um, But I want to reiterate again, and I have it in my head about transparency. The curriculum, I believe, needs to be online because you have parents out there who work an eight to five job like my mom, who didn't get off until like five o'clock, didn't make it home to six, six thirty. And I feel that, you know, if on Sunday night and 
I finally got rest. Maybe I can go on the internet and click on what my son's curriculum is. I want more transparency in the the school place. And I also want to focus on entrepreneurship because I feel like most kids, yes, we focus on going to college, but at the same time, how can we focus on the knowledge that's out there? Because we don't know about the knowledge unless somebody tells us about it. Everything that I ran into outside of school, I'm like, man, I wish somebody would have told me this. That would have been great. Like I'm meeting people now that's 40, 50 years old and I'm telling them about, hey, you can buy your house in one person's name and then your spouse can go get another house in their name Mm -hmm. and they can rent that out as residual income. So we're learning about residual income. We're learning about past history. So I want to make sure we focus on all those things. How can people find out more information about Quentin Huckabee? Do you have a website, email address, or are you on Quentin social Huckabee media? Quentin Huckabee is about to post his bio on social media. Okay. I've been holding out a little bit because everybody wants to know about Quentin Huckabee because I do not post a lot online. Yeah. So a lot of people are like, hey, you get people who post daily about this. They did this, this, this. I'm more of, hey, let's talk. I love talking in front of people. Give me a ring. Send me an email mainly text me. So my, if I can tell my number, number is 682-234-4601. Definitely text me. Let's have a conversation. Um, I'm going to post my bio here on April 1st. On where are you going to post it? Where? I'm going to post it on Facebook. So I got my Facebook up. So they need and, to look for Quentin Huckabee. Is it just Quentin Huckabee? Quentin Huckabee for Mansfield ISD School Board. Thank you. Definitely Thank you. find me. Um, I'm ready to talk and let's have fun. Early voting starts April 24th. Election day is Saturday, May 6th. 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 I almost said 7th. <laughs> May 6th. Appreciate it. Uh, Quentin Huckabee, thank you for being here, and, and, and good luck on May 6th. Thank you so much.